What is going on, everyone? Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Yes, Bro. Thank you so much for tuning in. I have to thank you guys every time you 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 tune in to listen to my voice and the nonsense and insightful conversations that I have with my with my lovely guests. But today I have a, another special. I'm, I everyone is special to me. Like I <laughs> I say this all the time. I have a very special guest. I don't care who you are. You're fucking special to me, and you're a superstar. This guest that I have with me today, his name is Robbie. He I'm gonna let him talk about like his many accolades and his and all his stuff for like two seconds because he's a big fucking deal. So say hi, bitch. Am I off mute? You're Am off I, mute. Uh, you're unmuted you told me now. You're gonna mute me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Hi. Um. F- well, first of all, thank you for having me. Um. I mean, I'm Miami's king of pop, Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> what else is there to know? <laughs> I first met, like, my first like interaction with Robbie was when you were um, working as a bartender, and it was karaoke night. Yeah. And then I invited you to come on my show. Oh my gosh! Which, by the way, that, I had so much fun doing that show with my you. My little quarantine miracle. It was weird because that helped me like get out of like a huge breakup and connect with people during quarantine yeah. that I probably wouldn't have. Yeah. Um. And you know, I've stopped the show now because I, I told you I'm probably turning it into a podcast. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Yes. But, I highly encourage it. And anyone out there who's looking to start a podcast. So Robbie had this show on Instagram Live. Um, that he invited me to be a guest on. And what did we talk about again? But Like Stop. Um, on But Like Stop, yeah. That was yeah, the name so of the show. Yeah. It's, uh, we spoke about a lot. No, but like what I admire about you is that like you've you've done such an amazing job at like reaching out to people within our community and without our yeah. like throughout our community and whatnot. And, you know, you've stayed true to like who you are as an artist and who you are in terms of like your interests. And you've been able to marry the two beautifully. So I congratulate you Thank for that. You. I think that's yeah. awesome what you did with the show. And I really do hope that you start your podcast. Thank because you. you know, at first it was weird to like connect um one of the hardest parts of social media mm-hmm. is that people have like this one idea of what you are or who you are. And because I started off in the music industry, you know, I was just known as a singer or a songwriter and that's fine. Yeah. But that's the only way that I had, you know, shown myself to people as well. Mm-hmm. And in quarantine, I was like, bitch, like, you know, this is, I'm more than just that, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm a lot of different things. And so I had to merge all you know, a lot of different things together. I started like, you know, we discussed that. I think we'll talk about later, you know, my health and fitness journey, Mm -hmm. Um, uh, you know, doing a show, but but, like stop and like trying to show this like other quirky side of myself where it wasn't like necessarily so serious. Oh my God, I'm like drowning in my sorrows, music artists, like, you know, and it wasn't until, you know, I got more involved in the gay scene and I met my my ex-boyfriend and, which I told you that I would open up honestly about all that stuff later. I can't wait. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty juicy. Yes. No, but uh-huh. it, you know, it wasn't until then. And I think that that happens to a lot of guys. I think that they get into a relationship and, you know, especially in the gay scene, you get into this world where you think, you know, where you trust people or mm-hmm. you think that, you know, a relationship is going to make you feel uh, validated in some way or, right. or you kind of, you know, you believe in somebody and then 
you know, you, you battle with this like in and outs of like, can I be sexual with this person for the rest of my life? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then yeah. you go back and forth between these issues and they're all linked to your health and fitness and self-esteem because unfortunately the gay world is based on our looks a uh, lot. Yeah. And we, <laughs> on social media. Uh-huh. And I like that there's people The way we there. socialize with each oh, other, yeah. the way the, the friends that we choose, the places that we choose to hang out, the places that we choose to go to, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Yes. Yeah. Like, I mean, even the people that I hang out with. I mean, I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm not saying it's right. right but that's just the reality. Yeah. Even when you're picking your friends, you mm-hmm. know, when we're young, we're taught to, you know, pick a certain kind of person. Yeah. Or you know, hang around a certain kind of person. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that already sets the standard as to, like, what kind of prejudices you're going to have against other people. Right. And I found that, like, in, you know, starting my journey in in trying to get my body right, my mind right, Mm -hmm. my my everything right. Yeah. That came from a very insecure place. Uh And I started looking back into my life and saying, where did this come from? You know, why am I feeling this way? And it came from a lot of different things. My health and fitness journey has been, it's been kind of liberating. And I started kind of, kind of feeling more confident in showing that. And I said, yeah. I can do things certain ways. I started feeling like I just wanted to work on myself. And yeah. I was like, after this relationship, I felt like my self-esteem was on the floor. Right. I felt like I wasn't the person that maybe I thought I was. Like, yeah. maybe I was looking in the mirror and he wasn't that cute. Like, no. And I never looked at other parts of myself maybe Mm -hmm. and then i would get home you know in this open relationship that i had Uh and you know there would be un socio in la casa you know somebody Mm -hmm. there with my ex and like you know i would feel like the third wheel or i would feel like or he would cheat on me with somebody that wasn't into me right or things like that things that like you know happened to i'm sure a lot of gay people in open relationships um, so I really started to kind of like reevaluate a lot of things, not only open relationships, but also the way I looked yeah. and who I wanted to be, because I never wanted to be the guy in the room that everybody would ignore mm-hmm. again. I started this journey because my self-esteem was wiped through the floor in my last relationship. Uh-huh. And I, and I look back now and I'm kind of thankful for it. And I'm thankful for this time that we've had in quarantine because I don't know if I would have like realized all those things about myself or things that I maybe wanted to fix about myself if yeah. it wasn't for that relationship, which just happened to be, an, you know, an open relationship. And I'm not saying that that, you know, I, I do still believe in open relationships, mm-hmm. but I will say that opening yourself up to that, um, you need to be a very confident, trusting and communicative person yeah. to be able to to be able to. Oh, my God, I'm having deja vu, by the way. <laughs> I swear to God, we have done this. Oh my God, in a parallel universe. Like maybe like in the 1920s. Oh my God. My God. They didn't have this. Then maybe we were Egyptians or something. Maybe, yeah. I don't know, but I'm having deja vu right now. (laughs) I like literally looked over there and I was like, You're like, I've seen this before. Anyways. Yeah. But yeah, you know, I I do link that to to me wanting to feel better about myself and and that happens to a lot of people you know it could be it could be abuse as a kid it could be making being made fun of as a kid it could be you know somebody that that hurt them in a relationship it could be maybe they were bullied you know it could be a million things it could be you know we all have our reasons to why we want to better ourselves but the point is that we're bettering ourselves yes and for me it just happened to be this relationship which we 
didn't talk about like purposely because you wanted to be able to ask me questions. So the floor is open. I'm very nervous. So no, don't be out. nervous, honey. You're I really haven't talked about this. Like I haven't really publicly talked about. So, this, so. the reason why I want to talk about open relationships, it's because it's it's 2020. And there's been so much research out there and there have been so many people with testimonials and stories and whatnot and people that say like, you know what, like monogamy is, you know, a construct of man, but us as human beings, we're not meant to be monogamous. And you know what, to some degree, I, I agree, agree. but then again, we're products of our environment where, you know, we're, we're brought up with traditions where you marry, you're loyal to this one person until you decide that. Which are very, also very based on religion and based on heterosexuals because yes. us growing up, like as mm -hmm. gays, yes, we had a blueprint that was strictly heterosexual where right. we saw our mom and dad uh -huh. and we saw that that was the kind of relationship that worked. And the majority of marriages nowadays, 60% of them end in divorce, you yes. know, like, I might have made up that number, but like <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Feel free to check it. I mean, I read that it. somewhere. Okay. Yeah, but like <laughs> a lot of them end up in divorce, and mm. most of the divorces are because of money or because of cheating. Yeah, and that's you know, I, I my last and, and let me say this, but my last I, before this, I was just I just got out of a, a almost eight year relationship, mm -hmm. and the last four years of that relationship, we were engaged to be married. Oh, okay. Um, and, you know, it was a big proposal. You know, it was, you know. Was, uh, was there a flash mob? Oh, my God. No. It was <laughs> It was done in Nevada in the desert Ooh. at an art installment uh -huh. um, over one of my friend's birthday weeks. And, it, you know, all my close friends were there. Mm -hmm. I have a video. It's on. It's like on. It's, it's, all, it's out. <laughs> it's, it's out there. It's out. Okay. It was very public. It was a very public engagement. Uh -huh. Um. But I, you know, before that relationship, I was in a relationship that was completely monogamous. Mm -hmm. And I had always been the kind of person that was like, whatever my partner wants, you know, I'm open to. Okay. Because if, if you want to keep it monogamous, I'm, listen, I am ride or die. I'm very, I have a mafia mentality. <laughs> <laughs> like, I am the person that's like loyal to my, like all my close friends, my, my you know, my best friends are like my best friends for a long time. Yeah. You know, I have... Uh, I rarely pay attention to people that I feel like are just throwaway tracks. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, um, they are on the album. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't like to be that person that just meets people for meeting people for the sake of meeting people. I like to connect with people. I like to, especially the people that are going to be close to me. I like right. to know everything about them. I, I want to know their life. I want to connect with them. I want to be, I want to be true to them. Yeah. And I've always been that way in relationships where I'm like ride or die. Like, I don't care, you know, how imperfect you are. I want to I want to help you enhance your life. Mm -hmm. Okay. And in my in this past relationship, I was uh, completely open. And in the one before that, I was completely monogamous, monogamous. But when it ended, I realized that he was fucking half of Miami. Oh, so I was like, and he was very religious. I, I like, I mean, when I met him, he was working for a church, this guy. Uh, and, the one who was fucking half of Miami. Yeah. I mean, they were both fucking half of Miami. <laughs> oh, fuck. But, okay. but one was open about it. And uh -huh. one, well, ish. Yeah. You know, you know, I had one was open where, where I knew that I had the, I knew that that could happen. This, mm -hmm. the, the one before that, 
Now that I'm thinking about it, I've been cheated on every major relationship in my Jesus. life. Isn't that crazy? That's insane. I feel pathetic. But no, you know, don't feel pathetic. It's a very real part of yeah, you know but, our modern day society. I mean, I've been cheated on. Um, I'm, I'm basically myself. Alanis Morissette always. <laughs> <laughs> I've cheated, but towards the very end of these relationships, or but that's a whole other situation story. Well, anyway, so what I'm getting at is that <laughs> I got into this past relationship with uh-huh. my fiance, my ex fiance. I got into that relationship thinking, I want to be completely open. Yeah, this is open in the sense of like, we can, what was your definition we can fuck of whoever open. we want? Okay, now. Did we ever have a conversation like, okay, these are the rules? Uh-huh. We never really did. We were just like, let's be open together. Okay. So that means, you know, I, I would say that we maybe started like being open like together. Mm-hmm. And we would have fun with other people together. Okay. Maybe midway through our eight-year relationship, we started kind of experimenting with other people separate. Okay. So what led you to, what led your relationship to this level of or to this stage of like all right like we want to start messing around with other people we started it like that because, oh okay uh-huh. because i had come from this monogamous relationship that was kind of bullshit uh-huh you know where at the end he left me for somebody else uh-huh and then i started this one thinking if i'm open from the beginning mm-hmm. then that can't happen to me okay but then it happened to me but he was he still cheated on me, but uh-huh. emotionally more than anything. Oh. Because I felt like sexually, we, you know, he could fuck whoever he wanted. Uh-huh. But emotionally, he was fucking whoever he wanted and connecting with them on a level that he couldn't connect with me. Ah, uh, okay. So, and, and this came because, you know, as artists, I mean, I was... I mean, I was on tour with, with Daddy Yankee. Like, you know, I had, I had a lot of things going on. Mm-hmm. You know, I was... And that's another thing, you know. We... It's hard to, to be in a relationship when you're, when you're doing what I do. Yeah. And I hate saying that. I'm not trying to sound like a victim, but it just is. Like, that's the reality of it. You know, right. it's hard. It's hard to be in a, in a relationship where, where you're constantly out of town. I understand he was home alone a lot. Mm-hmm. He, you know... Of course he's going to want to He was looking for company. He was looking for sex because, you know, he's a human and humans crave sex. It's natural. But Uh I do feel like if I had to go an next round Mm. of a relationship, which right now I'm good being alone. Yeah. If I had to go an next round, I would probably do some things differently. Okay. Yeah. You started this relationship open and you felt that it was something that you had to do in order for your relationship to survive. But you never laid down, like, the ground rules, like... We kind of did it as we went. Okay. You know, like... Like, he did um, something, you were like, don't do that again, kind right, of Right, I would be... Okay. Like, my... Okay, for my... For, for example. Uh-huh. I'm okay with... With... As long as we're communicating. Uh-huh. As long as it's honest. If you want to do a don't ask, don't tell kind of thing, mm-hmm. I'm good with it. Ew. But let me know from the beginning that it's don't ask, don't tell. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to be like running into Jimmy at Twist and we are like, and he's like, oh, I was with your boyfriend last night and I didn't know. Right. Okay? Right. Right. I don't want that to happen either. Yeah. So you don't want to be the, taken by surprise. I'm the kind of person that likes to know everything. Uh-huh. It doesn't matter if you tell me in the moment, but if, for example, I'm in Europe, in Italy, and you're like back home, you know, 
hooking up with whoever. When mm. I get back home and I ask you, did you hook up with whoever? I want you to tell me you hooked up with whoever. Probably. I want to uh-huh. know. I want to know because I don't want to be caught by surprise, like you said. Right. I also have an issue. Like, I think, like, when you're in couples, when you're in a, you know, in another relationship, I think that it says a lot when you kind of stand united as a team. Mm-hmm. So, for example, like, and this is really keeping it real. Like, if you're on Grinder and you're a couple and you are completely open, it will save your relationship if you kind of, like, have a profile together. You think so? Yeah. Because, because I've had... Uh, go on, go on. No, no. And I say this because <laughs> I think that it kind of... If you're having trust issues, uh-huh. if you're completely open... E- Whoever they want, you can fuck whoever you want. Like, Uh if you're completely open, then that's fine. Yeah. But then you have to be okay with being completely open. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't, like, be, like, hooking up with a third person, and then all of a sudden you're throwing a tantrum because somebody's fucking your boyfriend. Like, I don't have time Which I have seen. Which happens all the time. It happens all the time. Oh, my God, I'm getting so passionate. (laughs) (laughs) Honey, you're getting heated. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm saying, like, I I don't think that, like, it has to be like that. Yeah. Like... I think that you can be, listen, to me, it's unrealistic to think that one human being can have sex with another person for the rest of their lives. I 100% agree. It is just unrealistic to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, however, and, uh-huh. yeah, but, but to other people it might feel different. You yeah. know, there's people out there that have, you know, that they feel like they can. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. But like for me, it just wasn't realistic. But I also feel like the way that I handled my open relationship in the past didn't completely you know, feel like it was secure. Yeah. And it didn't feel secure because I couldn't trust that person. So that, mm-hmm. so, so imagine like there's, there's other things like, for example, being in a relationship and the other person is having sex with somebody that wouldn't have sex with you mm-hmm. out of respect. Me personally, if you were my boyfriend, right. And we're hooking up with a third person and that person doesn't like you. I'm never going to fuck that guy. Oh, absolutely not. We're a package deal. And yeah. you know what? Like, you have to be into the both of us. That's what I'm saying. I agree with and that 100%. Even, like, even though I've never been in, in an open relationship. Well, but it, even like... But I yes, I agree. third etiquette. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck? Third <laughs> etiquette. Yo, if I'm going to go into a hookup uh-huh. with a couple yeah. and be the third, have like... The, if you're a real performer, a true professional... You go into that and you make them both feel comfortable. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I have like, to. I'm not going to be like hiding in the bathroom, like blowing one and then the other one's like struggling outside. Like, right, right. You know, like there's things like that. Like, mm. like don't do that to people. Yeah. It just says a lot about your character. Like, I'm not going to go and be like, oh my God, I'm texting you over him. Like, no, like do a group chat. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, like, listen, I, I've never been in this situation before because I was raised with, tradi- like, listen, I come from, I don't want to say that I come from a broken home because I don't come from a broken home, but <laughs> like Avril Lavigne, I know I'm, I, <laughs> she wants to go home, but nobody's home. <laughs> I don't know why I thought of that song. <laughs> I don't know why you knew it. <laughs> Listen, Avril Lavigne was my she queen. She saved my life a lot. Avril Lavigne saved my life during middle yeah. school. I, listen, I, Avril Lavigne, if you're fucking listening, you're a cunt, but I love you. We need to tag her. We, I'm, I'm going to tag this bitch. Okay? Her and Ellen are probably hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> she Canadian? She's like the most unfriendly Canadian ever. Avril? Yeah. She, I've heard that before. I've heard I mean, that. that's not just, I mean, that's in jest. I don't know. I'm just no, I've heard that before listen yeah. if you look at all of the pictures she looks unfresh she looks like mad 
Yeah, she doesn't look friendly. And mm-hmm. in if you look at all of the pictures that fans have taken with Avril Lavigne, <laughs> there's like a three foot separation between her and the fan because she just doesn't like to get she's close. Been, to yeah, anyone. she's been in quarantine since she's, 2000. She's invented like social distancing. <laughs> <laughs> I hate us. Amazing. But listen, but yeah. I've never been in like an open relationship situation. Yeah, what are your thoughts? I'm curious. Because- so these are my thoughts. Again, I'm, I'm not that I'm conservative because I'm absolutely the fuck not. Like we're, I don't know how many episodes into yes, bro. And for you to think that I'm conservative, like you're, you're, you have issues. I didn't say conservative. You're a little prudish. I'm a little prudish. Yeah. I'm a little like. <laughs> like it's very non Hialeah of you to I'm, be like. <gasps> I know, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm very like um, old maidish where. <laughs> But again, I come not not to say that I come from a broken home, but so I have to like fuck you like the Handmaid's Tale, like <laughs> with your dress on. Someone like holding my arms down. <laughs> Give me a bonnet to wear. <laughs> so my mouth shut. No, because then I can't suck dick. Um, <laughs> please, no. Stop it. <laughs> Our father. <laughs> But yeah. <laughs> I'm done. Listen, <laughs> my parents haven't had the healthiest relationship. They've been together as long as longer than I have been alive. You're right. And so they're still are they still together? Your I don't even fucking know. <laughs> what do you mean? Listen, listen. They have what's I don't mean to insult anyone, but anyone any Puerto Rican that I've told they have a Puerto Rican marriage, they take offense to it, but they get it. So. Well, they're like best friends now. It's not. They have an understanding of each other. So they're like, they're don't ask, don't tell. I guess they're not married, what do you mean, you but guess? they're together you and they sleep in the same bed. Are they intimate? I don't fucking know. Maybe they are, and they're just like. Maybe they are. Sleep. They're just really weird because one week they're friends, then the next week they're not. But like, I've never seen my parents be nice to each other. I've never yeah. seen them be like sweet to each other. I've, but your mom's not really nice to you either on, like, oh, on my social mom, media. My mom is my. She makes fun of you. She does, and like, <laughs> where do you think I get like the sass from? It's That's from why her. I love it though. <laughs> but my mom, um, you know, she she's my number one supporter. She's my number one fan. You can I, tell she wouldn't let you do that if, if she wasn't. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I I've reached a point in my life where she's like your cats. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I've reached a point in my life where, like, I I, I grew up with the trauma, not the trauma, because that's a very, like, intense word, but I grew up. But maybe that's it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. You know, where I grew up where I didn't see my parents, you know, having a healthy relationship. Yeah. And for several years, I always dismissed that. And I was just like, this is the norm. This is the norm. This is the norm. This is the norm. But then as I got older and I started dating and I started engaging with people in like more intimate situations. And I, you know, I listened to a lot of Beyonce and Destiny's Child where I was told like, you know what? Like, leave that man to the left, to the left, et cetera, et cetera. And I wish my parents don't listen to my podcast, by the way, but like. I don't want to intervene in their relationship because, again, they have their own understanding. But I, a huge part of me feels like, you know, I owe it to myself to have a healthy relationship with someone where I actually build something. And that's something that I've always, like, longed for. So when I see, you know, open relationships and throubles and whatnot and all this other shit, like... This is where I come from as a person that's like seeking an intimate connection with someone, you know, like this. I'm a product of my environment 
And it's not to say that this won't work for me because who knows? Maybe one day I'll I'll be in a in a throuple and it'll be the most amazing thing, and right. then we'll all die together, like the Notebook, but like as a throuple. Right. Yes. <laughs> I mean, one of us has we'll Alzheimer's. Get, we'll get into that. <laughs> one of has one of us has is, Alzheimer's. But it is possible. It, 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 it's not impossible. Right. So, you know, I... I but do you, so you feel like because of those standards, because yeah. of what you saw growing up, you feel like maybe you had this idea that you would, you know, you would have that person solely. And I'm also very selfish. I'm an only child. I suffer from only child oh syndrome. Oh my god! Explain so much. <laughs> where I don't like to share my shit, you know. And I've been in situations like my very first relationship from like several years mm, ago. Right. You know, at some point, like we decided, like, oh, you know, let's start experimenting with someone else. This is like maybe year two into our relationship, and it didn't work out because like him and this person, you know, they started hooking up behind my back. Of course. And I was like before being a full-fledged adult and i was just like i'm not liking this and it turned out that like the two of them were hooking up behind me back and what and was it about that that didn't work for you though um that i was just left out of the loop i wasn't being invited to hang out exactly. i wasn't being invited to you know do certain things and they were just hanging out behind me back and i was just like what the fuck is going on mind you like me and this guy are like best friends okay so, so see, but that's part of the issue okay yeah. so a you're like leading you're, well, first of all, you're you're hooking up with somebody who's like a friend. Yeah. Second of all, which I totally believe in, like hooking, which is really easy in Miami. Like mm -hmm. Miami's super transient. Hooking up with the people that are here from out of like if their grinder profile says visiting, oh, it's good. That's a green light. Green light. Listen, hook it up. If, let's go. Listen, when I go out of town, I, listen, I'm not messy in my own city. <laughs> I don't shit where I eat. That's well, I one. try not to, but I also like also. <laughs> I am bringing my table. Oh my god. Um, Wayfair. This did not come with a child. <laughs> okay, good to know. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately but yeah that happens you know it happens when you know I, I i think that it's easier to hook up with somebody who's not from here for sure but but see that happens to me yeah. too where you you thought you knew the person mm -hmm. and i think it's very important for example like set that ground rule like i am not hooking up with anybody uh you know that you feel like you know uh -huh. and i'm not hiding that person from you yeah so, I don't like, know. Is that, I, is that crazy to it, think? No. Like, what if your partner would have told you about that early on? Or what if he would have... I mean, he, it just has to deal with people. Listen, it, it does have to do with people. And I think that that emotional aspect plays a lot into it. Because if it's someone that you have no emotional connection to, it's just like, whatever. You're just a fuck. You're just yeah. a body. But then once you start, like, bringing up this person and you see that they're communicating with them more and more outside of the realm of it just being, like, a sexual interaction, right. that's where it's just, like, I, I can see where it becomes bothersome. Which is why I think in an open relationship, it should be, like, only with people that you're both communicating with. Listen, if I were in a relationship and my... Other, my partner decided that they wanted to start messing around with other people. I'd be like, you know what? That's cool. Let's do it in a town where like we don't live. We in. don't know. Okay. Yeah, like yeah. That's the only way. So back to what I was saying about like I don't shit where I eat. Right. Listen, in my town, I don't send nudes. I don't hook up with just oh my a God, random my nudes person. Are everywhere, probably. <laughs> and the reason being is just because and the like, video at the bookstore <laughs> at the Barnes and Noble. Oh my God. Or was it Books and Books? I don't remember. <laughs> or was that Walden Books? But it's out there. <laughs> Walden Books is out of business, by the way. <laughs> Even now, when I hook up with people, uh -huh. which like is very common apparently for people to like videotape you, mm -hmm. which I didn't know. 
Like why live in the moment? But you know what? Everyone. But is also, so- like now, I always perform like I'm being videoed. <laughs> Video vixen over so, here. So I'm always like, <laughs> like I'm always like you know I'm always like thinking in my head like I'm being videoed. So just yeah. go for it. But like, it, it, totally off topic. But Again, very Miami. Off topic. <laughs> I feel like everyone is so caught up in just like not knowing what the fuck to do, so they just whip out their phone and want to record everything that's going right. on around them. Right. And I'm just like, live in the fucking moment. Enjoy me sucking your dick yeah. without you. Having to whip out your fucking camera. But they can't. They have me. to show it off. Like, n- yeah. don't show it off. Like, be privileged and <laughs> that my your dick is in my mouth right now. Like, I don't want to live in this moment, but like, if you if you do not disappoint me, we'll repeat this again. Which, by the way, youth fair cock sucking champion twenty twenty. <laughs> Sorry. Listen, bitch. My proudest. I'm sorry, I beat you. <laughs> My proudest dick-sucking moment was in Madrid. I was in a bathhouse. Shut up. I went to the same bathhouse. Which one? Whichever one had, like, downstairs. Listen, they all have downstairs. They do? Wait, no. There was one. There was one that I was a star. Like, literally, and I had a bar upstairs, and it was kind of, like, old but new, but old but new. And it was, like, that's the only bathhouse I went to when I was on tour. Is this the one that has, like, a pool? Like, that's, like, one foot deep? Yes. Oh, my God. Okay, so they were We're at the same one? Oh, my God. But at different times. That was hot. That place was hot. I keep hitting myself on my glass table. But that place was hot. That was, like, one of my, like, liberations in Europe because I couldn't even hook up any visa. So I was, like, hooking up in Madrid. And I was like there for a week with with a, a Latin reggaeton superstar, which I don't want to like associate the story with him. But <laughs> but I did. I hooked up at the same bathhouse probably, and it was awesome. So, so was I really, it banana party? My. They probably named the party differently. They oh, the changed, party. Yeah, it was you called went? banana party. <laughs> and let me tell you, it was phenomenal. I had two dicks in my mouth at the same time, and I made them both come at the same time. That is the proudest moment. Like you were on video. I was. <laughs> I was like gargling semen. It was you know what though. But that's a tribute to you, because I always tell my girlfriends like I don't want like somebody sucking my dick unless you're like a pit bull. Like I want spit everywhere. Like I'm not trying to like get somebody sucking my dick. That's like you know going for like if your profile says nice guy, I block you. Okay. <laughs> like, nice guy. Like, no, nice that's not guy. what I want. Like, you know that's what? not what I want to hook up with. I want, like, like you know, cum dump. A cum dumpster, <laughs> you know? of course. I, want, like, the, I don't know. Maybe that's how I associate sex. But see, I associate yeah. sex like that. Like, I'm not emotionally linked to sex. Yeah. See, I am. And that's where, and that's I, like, okay. the whole throuple okay. situation. I and just been, like. Though. It, it, that's where like the whole throuple situation I, I can't wrap my head around it or the whole open relationship thing because I like being devoted to connected. one person and connected yeah. to one person on an emotional spiritual level so that we can have you know amazing chemistry whether it's sex related whether it's not sex related and we can enjoy each other's company and again I don't know if that's just like rooted from like my my insecurities or my traumas it might like, be it might be it might not it might be. be I'm also like thinking right now that I regret this whole interview like Why? talking about this live like <laughs> I just said come dump <laughs> it's totally fine you know the, like, the, the people have, are living like, for this music that I really is like no it, but I you know I, I did no but I, I wanted to be open about talking about it yeah because of that because mm-hmm. like look look at somebody like you who like yeah. can like you know, we're all different. Yeah. You know, we're all different and we all do things for different reasons. And and, and I, I feel like open relationships are maybe the future. 
Yeah, but okay. So I, I, you know, I wanted to be open about it because I feel like it's, it's, it's the future because I don't feel like love has limits. Okay. You know, and, and let's go back to the throuple thing because, Mm -hmm. you know, my experience, my story ended up being something that became very complicated because when I, so I was in an open relationship, like I said, eight years my fiance, you know, asked me to marry him. I was put in a position where I had kind of like put, made his dreams my dreams. And I made his dreams my dreams. I, I told him, take some time off work while I'm on tour. Mm-hmm. I'm making money. We're comfortable. You know, I'm working, you know, back and forth between touring and, and, and the gay bar. Um, I was good. Yeah. You know? I said, if you want to do this, you know, he had a specific, you know, dream that he wanted to pursue. If you want to do this, do it. Mm-hmm. But do it now because I'm not trying to be like poor and 50. <laughs> and like, <laughs> so, so do it now uh-huh. and I'll support you, you know, just for a year or two. That ended up becoming four years. Uh, okay. And while I was out, um, you know, we got into... A relationship that became very dishonest, you know, it became about, you know, the, 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 it was so easy to access sex with other guys because of these apps. Uh-huh. Um, from both ends. It wasn't just him or it wasn't just you. It was from both ends. Uh, no, I never, I, I, I mean, I will say the times that I hooked up by myself, I can count in my hand. Okay. All right. The times that he hooked up by himself later I found out was extensive, extensive. Okay. Got it. Um, which I understand now mm-hmm. because of the amount of time that I was out of the house. Okay. Um, and the fact that he wasn't working. Yeah. The fact that he was just doing whatever the fuck he wanted. Uh-huh. Um, instead of picking up a hobby, like, let me just go over Or instead like... of just fucking respecting your relationship. You know what <laughs> I mean? Period. Uh-huh. Like, you can hook up with whoever you want, but let me know. And, and he didn't let me know. And there was also instances where I was put in a situation where he was maybe being dishonest about a specific person that I wasn't comfortable with. Oh, gotcha. But here comes this person mm-hmm. who I think is someone who we can both hook up with on a regular basis, who I can trust, who I like as a human being. Um, and that turned into something very, very heavy, you uh-huh. know, where I... I kind of didn't know that I was in a relationship that I thought that I was giving myself to the idea that I could possibly be in a relationship with my partner because he wanted to be in a relationship with this third person. Mm-hmm. And so I, I said, okay, I'll give it a shot. But I didn't know that they were in cahoots. And the whole time, they were only doing that to make my partner feel better about the fact that he was cheating on me. Uh, so he didn't want to lose me and he didn't want to lose me over the fact that he wanted this other person. Right. So he did that because he knew that I had been so good to him. Yeah. And so I feel like he maybe did that now looking back at it, like he did that in pure guilt, Uh but that's what open relationships do. They open up the opportunity for your partner to want to connect with another person or find or possibly find another person that they connect with on an emotional and sexual level. Yeah. And so I think that, like, you know, because of that, 
I kind of became enthralled in this like pyramid, you know, a pyramid a, scheme, a pyramid, <laughs> a pyramid scheme, which led to like a bunch of like trust issues and uh-huh. self-esteem issues and yeah. like not being what the other person wanted or, you know, and that's something that happens in gay culture a lot. I think, I think that yeah. like, you know, we constantly put ourselves in situations where we're valued by, you know, the way we look or like you know, what kind of person we are. And later on, I found out that this person wasn't even really that into me. They were into mm-hmm. my partner. Uh, and that, you know, destroyed me. It destroyed yeah. me. Even though now, I will say, and I told you this, I, I'm cool with both of them as of right now. Um, and we still have a friendship. Okay. On a certain level. But are they still yeah. intertwined? Oh, yeah. okay. But I, I took myself out of that relationship. Okay. And it became ugly. I mean, it, you know, it had its moments like any breakup does. Uh-huh. But for that moment, you know, I believed that three people could be together or mm. that three people could happen. And because of that, I think that I take that into the future with me, too. Because even though I feel like I have trust issues because of things or like because I feel like open relationships really need to be communicative and they mm. only work if you fully trust the person. Yeah. I also feel like it is possible to love more than one person at the same time. Oh, I mean, I wouldn't doubt that. I mean, me speaking from personal experience, I, listen, I can barely stand myself. I mean. I can barely stand another person. Really? And then thinking about having to stand another person in the mix, I, it, it just, like, no, it, it, it doesn't work for me. Right. It, I like, get that. I have, and you know what, I'll say, I have a lot of insecurities. Man. And I, I get jealous easily, and I'm very possessive. Again, I'm an only child. You're the worst for a threesome. I, I'm when never it comes, have, I'm listen, never having a threesome with you. I, <laughs> listen, I've had threesomes before, and but with people who I didn't have an emotional connection. What happens with. in like sixums? Listen, it's a free for all. Like whatever. Like, but are you gonna get like? Are you gonna be like jealous at like number two and four? Listen, I'm not jealous to that point. That's like, what I'm saying. No, like, like you're not throwing a tantrum. Like you're getting off the sling and running out. No, absolutely. Tampoco así. Relax.com. I'm not like that. Okay, I'm more like a, you know, if I'm emotionally involved with one right. person, then I see that like I'm the other person is getting more attention than I am. Like, I get it. It's new meat. It's fresh. It's exciting. Yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. Blah. Then I'll be like, okay, like, what the fuck? Like, so what's going to happen when we go back home right. and it's just you and I? Like, am I not going to be able to satisfy you because, like, I'm old meat or you're just tired right. of this dick or this ass or this mouth or whatever? Like, and, and think about these things. And I'm not wrong for thinking about you're these not. things because you're not. these things are a reality. Yeah. And people get tired of shit. And the thing is that... You know, we have so much at our disposal with these apps, with social media and whatnot. And we have so many, we're connected to so many people with like the tap of a finger that, you know, it's not uncommon for people to be seeking something better than what they already have. Correct. So I think about this shit and I'm just like, you know what? Like, again, I have my insecurities. But again, that has to do with us. Like, why do we think that somebody is better than us? Is it because our person is seeking that? But that's why I'm saying it has to do with our relationships. Like, for example, again, if you and I were in a relationship and there was somebody out there Mm -hmm. who looked like, you know, Channing Tatum and wanted to fuck you and not me, would you be able to say, hey, I'm not interested in you, even though I'm into you and you're not into my man? 
I'm not in. I'm not into the idea that Listen, you would not like my man or make him feel worthy. That's where I, you know, I, I'm a team player. Let's get the one thing straight. Oh, no, and like, I you know what? That. Like I we're a that. package deal, <laughs> and you have to like the both of us. Yeah, and you have to be into the both of us, and et cetera, et cetera. And it, the minute that I see that you're swaying more towards one person, Bye. I'm just like, all right, so fuck Bye. my drag. <laughs> but I also feel like. You know, some like let's say like I don't know, like you have to go to like the store or like I don't know, I don't know, whatever it is. Is it okay if I'm like there with that person? Like I'm not just gonna sit there and watch Golden Girls. Like I'm gonna like you know <laughs> like I'm gonna engage. You know what I mean? You have yeah. to be okay with that if you're in an open relationship. I think you have to be okay with the fact that like that's gonna happen in the moment. Now, we just need to be communicative. I think it's about like, hey, the next time let's say that did bother you. Mm -hmm. The next time I'm cleaning my booty hole in the bathroom and you're out there with the guest how about you like don't do it yeah or don't hook up with him while i'm in there uh-huh let your partner know it's about communication the next relationship that i have will be fully based on that yeah and you know again listen we don't really know people we do not you know i, I hate saying that but like we all change over the years mm -hmm. and you know different things play into different roles for example you know my last relationship i think had to do with a balance of like drugs and sex and like a lot of things that played into it yeah. you know Like, I'm not going to be the same person that I am when I've had, like, seven, you know, Jack Daniels and, like, a baggie of something. I think that it has it has to boil down to, like, you know, what we want out of a relationship. Mm -hmm. What do we want out of a relationship? Do we want, you know, somebody who's going to be solely for us or the rest of our lives emotionally and sexually? Do we want somebody who's um, a little more flexible to grow with us as mm -hmm. we get older? Uh -huh. Because, you know, let's be honest, you can be in a relationship, you know... And that's why people always joke, like, if you're in, like, a two-year gay relationship, you're like, oh, my God, that's, like, 20 years. No. Oh, my like, God, you're, you guys already have a dog. You guys already moved like in when together. I, yeah, when I tell people yeah, I was listen, with somebody for eight years, they're like, <gasps> it's It's a big deal. For those of you who do not know about dating in the gay community, like, being together for more than, like, a couple of months, it's a huge deal. Right? <laughs> I know. That's deal. sad to say or, like, it's scary to say because, yeah, you know, it is. It's like that. Yeah. There are several stages like, okay, we're together, we're, we're exclusive with each other, and then we, we adopt a dog, we move in together, and then we open up the relationship, and then we start hosting yeah. orgies, and then we start doing this, and then we start... And then it's over. And, yeah, exactly. And then it's over, or, like, I will say, most of the legacy couples, and legacy couples, for those of you who don't know, which I, now I realize that there's people out there that are listening that don't know what gay relationships do or say or how they act. <laughs> uh -huh. Which is so weird. But like like most of the legacy couples, legacy couples are gays that have been together with their partner more than 25 years, 25 or plus years. Jesus, like, that's a such thing? And they walk, oh in, they walk in gay pride parades. Oh, wow. The legacy couples always walk right after the banners, like the first banners. That, they're like one of the first people, like it's like cops or like, you know, like, woo. Yeah. And they yeah, yeah. do that. And then it's the legacy couples are one of the first people to walk. Uh -huh. And, um, you know, Most of those couples mm -hmm. are open, yeah. At some point, and one has to question why, you know, and and I think that like it has to do with the fact that like even straight relationships, when you have been together for a long time, like for example, your parents, like I'm sure that there's some sort of comfort, some sort of like absolutely idea, yeah. you know, that you have to break through where it's like, yo, we know we're not gonna fuck the same person for the rest of our lives, but you fulfill me emotionally. You're my best friend. Yeah. And I think that's where most of those couples are. 
So, you know, I, I think that we just have to be open to the idea that maybe it's just more realistic to think that that's the way a relationship can be. Uh-huh. And, you know, or that's a, a possibility of what it can be. And yeah. there's also the idea that, like, maybe we're not meant to be with the same person our whole lives. No, and you know what? Like, thinking you said something right now. And even with straight couples, for example, like, there are certain straight couples that they decide, like, you know what? Like, let's become swingers and we'll yeah. hook up with other couples and blah, 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 blah. And we have this trust with each other, which, I mean, it, it's 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 totally healthy. I mean, yeah. everything with respect to, you know, your partner and whatnot. I mean, if your partner strictly believes in monogamy and you believe in monogamy, I'm not sitting here saying that. Like, it can happen. Go ahead and start right. fucking around with other couples. Like, I mean, if you're in your comfort zone, then by all means, like, stay within your comfort zone. Yeah. But, I mean, there are some people who are more willing to experiment than others. Right. And sometimes it takes some hand-holding. <laughs> um and sometimes it takes some like laying down the that red tape or yeah. you know that stick in the sand or whatever the case may be and that's totally okay you know different strokes for different folks you know literally we're not gonna sit here and say like this and if is... you could struck at the same time uh-huh. you could struck <laughs> at the same time i will say that i've written some of the best that i was telling you this i've written some of the best like music that i've written during quarantine and it's because i've been able to base so many things off that relationship who wrote felices los cuatro i want to <laughs> we need we need to find out Despacito. wait so oh my god i have a question oh my god let it out <laughs> so what do your vocals sound like for when you're singing gasolina give us a sample you can go on youtube <laughs> i need a live the, the live show is on now. Actually, it'll be out tomorrow. Oh my god, um, I hate you. It'll be out, so it'll be on YouTube. <laughs> and I sound. I mean, I sound. Listen, I, I'm. I have swag. Like I. But are you going along with? So many mama, but in the number yeah, Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. All right. That's all I wanted to know. That's it. Anyway, going back to open relationships. Yes, but um, <laughs> we chime in with with Dy. We're in a very open relationship where I can work with any artist I want. <laughs> but okay, yeah. so that's a, the type of open relationship that I would like to be in right. as a person in, like, your profession. Right. But, I mean, like... I also have to think about that, my profession. Yeah. Like, am I going to be, like, no, I'm... Who's going to be with me? See, like, okay, so I have this, like, low-key thing, and that's maybe so I shouldn't sad. be talking about this. But, like, I feel like I have a boyfriend in, like, every city. But, like, it's not a serious thing. It's just, like, okay, I know that when I fly into your city, like... You're such a fucking slut. <laughs> I know that if I, I go... I know if I go to... I don't know. Listen, because I just know how to make friends with people. And I establish emotional connections with people where, you know, people will come into my city. People will come into my city at Miami yeah. and they'll be like, hey, I'm going to be in Miami. Let's hang out. We hang out. Right. We hit it off. And then they're like... Whenever you come to this city, hit I'll me up. I'll be here, ping, pong, boom, let's go. Let's hang out. And there have been those instances where, like, I'll go to L.A. I'll go to Chicago. I'll go to New York. Yeah. You know, or, you know. I have a couple from Argentina who's in town who's actually like that. No. Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, everyone, you know, they're, they just, like, you know what? Like, I'll be hospital towards you. I'll... I'll, I'll welcome you into my city. I'll show you around. You know, we'll do A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Yeah. And, like, it's safe to say. And then we flirt through Instagram. Like, I'll post a picture. They'll send the heart eye emojis. Or they'll be like, oh, my God, can't wait to taste that ass again. And I'm like, I <laughs> same. 
So, I mean, it, it like, you're a little kinkier than I thought you were now. You know what? You're much more free. It could be the whiskey. <laughs> but only when it's it, it's someone that's not in my city. If it's in my city, I I, 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 I want nothing to do with it. Right. I, I get it. I get that. I get that. Again, okay. don't shit where you eat. But Th- is that's it because my you don't want other people finding out about it? You know what? I, I've said, I may have said this before in a previous episode, but there was this one time where this guy, he was like, Listen, like I, I have no dirt on you. I want to know something but about what you. Is like, dirt? Why does it have to be dirt? I, it, you're making it bad to be. They, a, a they, comment. they want like a nude, or they want to find out that like I hooked up with someone. You're one of those that doesn't send nudes, huh? You're one of the ones that doesn't send nudes. I like don't, said. and it, it breaks my heart because sometimes I want to respond with a nude, and I'm just like, mm. why don't you do it, honey? I'm working on a brand. <laughs> You know, it may, it may have worked for Kim Kardashian, but well, you see, that's what I think in my head. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, God, am I such a diva that I think that like, if you take no, a honey. picture of me, like you're going to sell it. Like that's see, one of my issues sometimes on, I'll be like, Oh my God, like, should I be sending out these pictures of myself or whatever? Mm-hmm. But I'm also like, okay, this is what I'm selling in the moment. Like, let's go, let's get it done with. Yeah. So, but I also understand you and like, maybe I should be more careful with that actually. But they're probably oh, yeah. all floating around. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, listen. I. I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm not saying that I'm trying to be the next Diane Sawyer, or the next Barbara Walters, but I mean, it would be nice to you know reach that level of celebrity one yeah. at, at, at some point in my life. Yeah. And I know that the minute that I do reach that level. These things are gonna begin to surface because right. I've seen it happen to a lot of celebrities. I can't whether, wait till mine surfaces. Whether honestly. it's whether <laughs> whether it's been from like drags from like like contestants from Drag Race, for example, right. where we've seen some of their nudes and whatnot. And I'm just like, I don't look into see, I don't look too far into the situation to see how they handle it. Right. But I I don't want that for myself. Now, do you feel like that would be good or bad for your career if it happened? I listen. I, in this day and age of technology, I can't say that it will be a good thing. I can't say that it'll be a bad, bad thing. thing. I can say that I don't want that for myself. Right. But if it becomes a thing for myself and it works to my benefit, then, hey, by all means, you know, yeah. that's the culture that we live in. Like, you know what? The the president that we're going to be voting for in like 10 15, 20 years from now, we're going to see their nudes. Right. We'll that's going to be the reality of transparent. it. That's going to be the reality But see, that's it. why I'm going to say here, uh-huh. if when I ever get to that point, mm-hmm. yes, there are pictures and videos of me out there. Mm-hmm. Yes, a lot of people have seen them. <laughs> yes, they will probably see them again. And yes, mom, you will see them. And like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that it, you have to be realistic too. But I, listen, hide hide your shit hide your shit and i, I respect agree. that i, I respect agree. that too listen like i um i don't want like my family members or my children <laughs> to be able to like look me up someday in the future and be like oh look these are my dad's nudes or for like their classmates to be black right. like oh right, look right, these right. are your dad's nudes like your dad is <laughs> trash like look how like I don't know. I'm not going to say anything self-incriminating. We're after totally different things, Jonathan. (laughs) Like, I... I, I don't want that for myself. That's that's all I'm going to say. Um, and But you know what? All the power to the people who don't give a shit. Yeah. I'm not shitting on your drag. I'm not shitting on you. Like, I'm I'm not there. 
as a person. Like, leave me with my podcast and leave me with (laughs) wanting to be all kumbaya and and all of these things that bring us together as a community. That that's that's my drag. That's my shtick. I'm curious though. Like, Uh what did you take from like my open relationship talk? Because I feel like. I don't know. I always feel I always feel a little bit judged. No, you know? listen. In all honesty, keep you, it real with me. I, I'm gonna keep it real with you. I'm not judging you for the journey that you went through with your relationship and yeah. what you felt you had to do to make your relationship work. Again, right. I wasn't there. I can't speak on it as an outsider. I wasn't inside it for me to say. Like, oh, you should have done this, this, that, and the third. Because I can't control the other person's yeah. emotions for me to say, like, this is what would have worked out for you. And maybe you would have still been in a relationship. We, yeah. don't, we don't know this. We don't. we don't know this. And it's all about trial and error. You know, we're young. We're going to experience a lot of things in our life that are going to work for us for a good period of time. Yeah. And it's going to get to a point where it's no longer going to work for us because, you know, the people involved or the parties involved had reached a stage in their lives or a different stage in their lives where it's just like, all right, well, you know what? Like it worked for me yesterday. It doesn't work for me today because right. I opened my eyes to something that my eyes weren't open to before. Right. And I preach this to every single person that I meet that is going through a relationship struggle. We're in a day and age of technology and of information and of resources where we can't say that we were the same person that we were yesterday. Absolutely. As bizarre as it may sound, everything that we see, whether it's a commercial on TV, whether it's a commercial between Hulu ads, whether it's a post on social media, everything is shaping us to become a different person because we're receiving information at a much more rapid pace. So do you feel like because of that, like maybe I think that if there's anything that I've gathered from our conversation today, it's been the fact that like hearing you say this, Uh you know, I think that the problem is that society is not moving at the same pace that relationships are moving. Absolutely. So for example, Mm -hmm. we need to take all those kinds of things into account when we do get into a relationship. Absolutely. It's going to become easier for somebody to access us because of social media. Yeah. It's going to become easier for you to cheat on somebody because you're being accessed by more people than you normally would when we have cell phones. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that that's something that we need to take into account. So if you have this idea that like you're going to beat somebody and it's going to be the notebook where you're writing each other letters from like Taiwan to like, you know, (laughs) LA. I mean, and then you fall in love you know what i mean which is fine that could happen but right but the it's probably not going to be that way perfect example listen our grandparents our great-grandparents they were living on farms and you know procreating and having like 14 children at a time my grandmother has nine brothers and sisters has has 13 (gasps) brothers and sisters imagine that poor little bitch i know like this woman was pregnant for like a good like 15 years. years 16 years at a minimum because the difference in age between some of these siblings is it, it, it's pretty grand. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so we're living in a different time. Yeah. And I think that that's something that we all have to take into account right now where, you know, you know, we're, we're facing the reality where we want to accept tradition. Right. And we also want to accept the times that we're being faced with because we've seen people with these beautiful stories where our grandparents were married for 50 years 
and or 50 plus years or x amount whatever how many years that they lived for and their relationship worked till death did them part and it's such a beautiful thing and a lot of us aspire to these things and i still believe in that i still believe believe in in that too i still believe like i'm i am honestly a romantic at heart and so am i like i'm i'm like such a fire sign like i'm like totally i'm in it i'm I'm in it like i said mafia mentality for life ride or Mm -hmm. die jay-z beyonce let's go yeah you know what i mean i am i do have that ideal in me because that's what i wanted you know and, and then, it's okay to have that. And it's totally okay to have that. But then we have the harsh reality where we're all connected, you know, through our workplace. Right. Through, you know, social environments. Let's let's take social media out of the equation. Right. If it didn't exist right now. You know, we we have access to, to bars, to restaurants, to people, you know, in the workplace. Yeah. You know, where we're just connected to even more people. You can download an app right now. And you could be connected to 100 locals who are looking for sex. Yeah. And there's a chance that out of these 100 locals that are looking for sex, you're going to have an emotional connection of with at least five of them. Of course. And who knows? This emotional connection can last anywhere between like that sexual interaction to five months, five years, five decades. You never know. Yeah. But because we're so connected to so many people throughout the world right now. You know, it's impossible to say that you're going to fall in love with one person and you're going to want to remain loyal to that one person. Right. As much as it conflicts and it contradicts that, you know, mentality uh, that, you know, our grandparents grew up with where, you know, this is the person for me. You know, these are two conflicting and opposing things, Yeah. you know, because they grew up in different times and we're growing up in different times. Exactly. And because of that. It, we're we're going to bump heads with our partners. We're going to bump heads with our friends, even if we're not having sexual interactions right. with them. You know, our, our, our opinions, we're products of our environment, as I've mentioned multiple times. You know, and we are going to continue evolving. We're going to continue exploring parts and sides of ourselves that we didn't know existed because of these outside influences that are encouraging us in a very subtle way to change our our way of thinking. And that's something that I think is actually that's really important because I think that like one of the things that the or the reasons that I've been able to keep in contact with my ex has been because yeah. I have accepted that people change and that it doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, whatever he's going through or whatever we went through as people I'm not one of those people that likes to like hate my ex. I'm not one of those people that likes to live with so much like anger or like resentment that I take it into my next relationship. Like, I think that we have to accept that people are constantly changing and people are constantly yeah. evolving and people are constantly like looking for, you know, the next best version of themselves. And I think that in relationships, open or not, it's, it's, it's a matter of like wanting to change with that person. Yes. And sometimes we're not. They are at the same time. And but that's then, okay. This is where I'm going to challenge that. Okay. You want to change with that person. How dare you? <laughs> you want to change with that person. Right. But then where does the playing field level out? You know, you have one partner that says, listen, I want to, 
I love you. I want to be with you because I love where our relationship is going, but I want to be able to fuck around with other people. But okay, then your and, partner says, and if they're not I don't okay want them, this. Then they're, then you're not meant to be at that time. That's what I'm saying. Like, mm, you need to be with someone. And that's why, and this is all linked to the idea that you're going to supposed, supposed to be with the same person the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Yo, if that person did not work out, yeah. move on. Move on because maybe that means that you need to explore another side of yourself that you weren't meant to explore with that person. Yeah. And I took a chance in my last relationship. Maybe in this next one, I will play it a, a different game than I did in the last one. And that will, you know, go for it, boo. Don't be scared. I'm going for it. Yes. Let me, on my, on my, ta- on my. I, I feel like I should have brought you another plate for that. No, it's fine. I'm going to only grab one. Wait, I want to hear like you one. eat. It's so weird. <laughs> it's so weird. People really like do that. They're there for that shit. So you mentioned <sighs> about being in a throuple. Mm-hmm. I wasn't in. A, okay, see, this is the thing. So like, uh-huh. I don't think the other person considered it a throuple. Okay. I think that that other person was just trying to get to my man, so they like stuck around for a long time, ah. and in that process, they became emotionally attached to me. Gotcha. And okay. so. It became an entanglement. Uh. <laughs> and from that entanglement, you know, came a lot of issues. And, right. you know, it's hard to, uh, you know, when you're with somebody for a certain amount of time, you know, or even getting to know just on a human level, getting to know somebody yeah. in six months time that you really connect with and you're seeing them every day and you're, you know, hooking up and you're emotionally connecting as well. Mm-hmm. It takes a toll on you and it plays a role on on what your relationship becomes yeah and for a moment i did think that it was maybe not to them if you're listening (laughs) but um for a moment it was what a throuple is in everybody's eyes where you are emotionally linked to somebody in some sort of relationship gotcha and it did it still does sometimes Uh feel like i am walking in the remnants of that throuple see there are certain things about throuples that make me feel very uneasy number one no shit (laughs) i mean there are several things as i said but one of them is like okay what if you get into an argument with one of them like what do you do with the one that you're not in an argument with? okay well that's something that you know still plays a role where i've had to like back out you know of our friendship because i've had to know what kind of friends we can be Okay. Now, looking back at it now, and this is, you know, some time has gone by, but in the moment, you're very right. You're very right. Most of the time, if, if they would argue, I would play mediator Uh or two of us would gang up on the other one. Oh, or, you know, we would all understand each other. It had its moments, just like any relationship does, you know, where like, you're kind of like trying to figure out what works best see this is what gives me a fucking headache like i said earlier because i know i said this for sure i can barely stand my fucking self and if you mean to tell me that i have to stand two other fucking people in a this is why i would not like work in a throuple situation but what but it has to be those because there's always conflict there's always conflict but there's always conflict in a one-on-one exactly and i can barely stand that what what if those two people brought you some sort of ease fuck that no 
<laughs> no, no, no. It's po- I, I can it's barely bring myself ease, right. let alone one person, let alone two people. Listen, I'm I once I'm set in my way. I'm yeah. not even gonna get into that. I get it. I get it. No, and he's very I, angry I'm, spice right now. I, but like, <laughs> but you have to see him in person right now. But no, and I get. Listen, I understand. I understand that it's not easy for. But like, listen. But no, I listen. I get. It, I get it. Like, I understand that. Like, it's hard for somebody to understand understanding that. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I understand that it's like, yeah, like, of course, I can barely stand myself sometimes. Sometimes I hear my own songs and I'm like, oh my God, I can't. But like, you know, even that, you know, so you have to be with somebody or somebody's that make you happy. That Fuck make you that. happy. But maybe they make somebody happy, Jonathan. I, I, I get it. You know, and again, I'm not shitting on anyone's journey because everyone's entitled to do their own but shit. But he will roll his eyes at the dinner table. If I you know, will. <laughs> <laughs> So just preparing you, Jonathan will be that one bitch rolling his fucking. Eye. This which was your warning, fu- which is okay. Like whatever. <laughs> I know now that if I ever get into a future trouble, that I if I invite you to dinner, you're going to roll your eyes. And that's go, okay. Fuck this <laughs> shit. Yeah, fuck all of you. <laughs> Listen. But you know what I'm saying? Like I think it just has to do with the person, and I think that that's part of accepting each other for who we are, and it goes back to like. My health and fitness journey. It goes back to all of our health and fitness journeys, our all of our self esteems. It goes back to all of our past. We need. I think. I think we need to just learn to learn to love other people and to accept other people and to even like what you're doing, like understand other people's journeys and other people's stories. And I think that that's the most important thing that we can take from all of this. You know. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Listen, what? like I, I, I stand by what I said and I accept everyone for, you know, and I'm all about promoting everyone's walks of life and understanding certain things. And listen, this by the way, is, I'm not saying I'm like trying to be in a throuple right no, now. No, no, so no, like, no, absolutely not. And I'm like not, I had a couple hit on me on Tinder the other day and I was like, no. Well, I, I, couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't do. I was like, no, 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 no run away from. It. Like honestly, throuples yeah, right now make yeah. me want to run away. Listen, being but, emotionally involved with one person right now is making me run away. I'm just like, oh my god, you have feelings for me. Goodbye. What is wrong with you? Goodbye. Yeah, I have a wall up too right now. At this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, and we'll we're, we we're definitely gonna have to revisit this in another episode. And I need more. <laughs> I need a panel of people. I'm just. I mean, I'm shocked right now that I even like let this much out on you. I'm sorry if anybody's bored of like hearing my. No, voice, I highly doubt that anyone is. It's bored weird that I would do this kind of injury. So right now you're like baby Barbara Walters. You know, this is part of the culture that surrounds the LGBTQ plus community yeah. right now. And it's something very real that a lot of people have a lot of questions about. And maybe I didn't ask all of the questions that I needed to ask. But there's a level of understanding that goes into place with being able to comprehend where the parties involved in yeah. these interactions with others uh, uh, goes What's into, going I guess. through their head, yeah. What's going through their heads. And again, we never truly know what is going on through any... Like, you know what? Maybe... Everyone's just really horny and they just want to be able to fuck around with other people, but they want that comfort level where they can always go back to that one person yeah. where they share their bills with, they share a bank account with, and they share all their shit with. That's their prerogative. We are no one to judge 
anyone on that. Maybe there are these couples that are just like, you know what? Like, yes, you satisfy me sexually, but I want more. And that is what leads people to have these open relationships. And that's what also leads people to have these journeys where they better themselves. Because I don't think I would have been in this place in my life or my career if I hadn't gone through that. Right. And, um, and I think that like, that's why I share it because, you know, I was like, I could be the kind of artist that like sits there and just shuts the fuck up about whatever he's going through. Or I could be the kind of artist that's like, here, this is in your face. This is what I'm going through. Yeah. You can either relate to it or you don't. And, and I think it's more important to share it because, there's so much more to a human being than just what you see or what you think. And I think that it's really important for us to share those stories more than anything. And and so, you know, I think that if I wouldn't have gone through that experience, through that open relationship, through that, you know, little pyramid moment, you know, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, that led me to be in a really dark place and it led me to have yeah. very low self-esteem within a moment of my life. And that moment that dark moment where I felt like nothing yeah. has led me to feel like maybe I can be everything. Yes. Especially to myself. Yeah. And so, you know, I think it's just about the journey. So kind of go with it, pursue it. And if, if, if you are, you know, kind of dodged with this question of wanting to be in an open relationship, then it's up to you. Yeah. And you it's know? also up to, you know, your partner I guess. <laughs> right well well yeah it's something that you, yeah but yeah. it's it but it's mostly up to you i will say like i feel like yeah. we make those choices and if you make the choice you have to know that it comes with consequences absolutely with everything <laughs> even if you're in a relation and even if you're in a monogamous relationship Correct. you know that there are going to be consequences involved like you're going to have to deal with your own insecurities you're going to have to deal with your own deep-rooted issues yeah. and you're going to have to deal with someone else's deep-rooted issues and someone else's insecurities like yeah. it's a never-ending vicious cycle relationships are not meant to be linear relationships are not meant to be this like thing where it's just like everything is perfect no matter what you see on social media no matter what Disney fucking told you while you were growing up, no no matter nothing, everyone is going through their own journeys and everyone is going through their own shit where, you know what, you may not like certain things, you may be okay with certain things. It's not up to you to make the judgment call on whether something is right or wrong. At the end of the day, all you can do is protect yourself, yeah. protect your emotions, and protect your emotional and mental health. Because at the end of the day, we're here to protect ourselves and to live our lives and to pursue happiness. Exactly. And as long as Yasbro is around, we are here to facilitate all of that. And I hope people learn something today. I really do. You know, I, mean, I learned a whole lot, and uh, and I'm not bullshitting you right now. Like, there's a lot that like I. You know, I've opened my eyes to um, that I already knew, but it just like expanded my way of thinking. Yeah. And going into the next interaction that I have, whether it's intimate, whether it's not intimate with the next person, I know that, you know, there's a good chance that I am not going to be the only person that's going to be involved or that's going to be expected of, you know, fulfilling my partner's sexual needs because... Right they're always going to be thinking of someone else. Of course. You know, and even with, you know, my past relationships and my past interactions with people, whether it's been like casual thing and whatnot, like it, everyone's always looking for the next best thing. Everyone's looking for the next, but, and, and it's we, human habit. It's human habit. It's human. I don't want anyone to take it personal. 
I don't want anyone to take it like, oh my God, I'm not good enough. I'm not this enough. I'm not that enough. It's, it, 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 it's just a society that we have, you know, built ourselves up to. And again, we're all products of our environments and our, unfortunately our environment has led us all, whether we are known to it or not to be this type of person. Yeah. So, why do I have to go and make things so complicated? Avril Lavigne, you <laughs> fucking Canadian. She has ruled cunt. our whole conversation. She has, and but it is complicated. And, and, I, and I think what you said is is Listen. pretty pretty on on point. Guys, by the way, Robbie, <laughs> I want to congratulate you because. <laughs> You made it to my Spotify top songs. I saw that. You know, I was going to post about it, but now I'll post about it again now that you're, like, here. I'll post about it, like, for real. You have to because, listen, I've listened to... Yeah. Which, it's funny because that's one of the only songs that I've released that I haven't written. (laughs) But... But, Shout out to Atela Gali, who, you know... uh, you know they're, they're under universal music and uh-huh. and they you know they're they're great super talented and i've worked with them in the past but like when i heard that song i was like i need to drop this because it was giving me like disco dua lipa vibes from yes. male and i and i i connected with that i thought it was a cool fun record and it just happened to come out in quarantine and it's yeah. been the biggest hit of my career um <laughs> well thank you and thank you for having me you know I've, I've i've always been a a fan of you as just like on a personal level and then like it's it's cool to be on on this 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 podcast that you've kind of created. So yes, yes, bro. yes, bro, yes, bro. No, thank you so much for taking the time to chat and to open up to your personal experience, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, please, by all means, you know, look up Robbie on spotify apple music etc etc stream his fucking songs or yes. catchy as fuck lover is my favorite um but in addition to that you know please send me your comments send me your feedback i want to hear what the fuck y'all are going through in your messy situationships with your one two three four five ten lovers maybe it'll inspire a song maybe it know. will or maybe know. it'll inspire a culture a fucking movement like listen we're here to grow we're here to learn it's 2020 we had a we've had a shit year we're we're turning shit around and we're pursuing happiness but anyway robbie thank you so much gracias i love you so much for being part of this <laughs> and goodbye y'all be good here, see you next time